What's up, everybody? It is 7.10 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, which means it's 10.10 on the East Coast, which means Pat needs to go to bed soon. But we're here. We're actually doing something we've never done before. I'm Bill Ray Mitchell. I'm in San Diego, California. Pat Finn is in Charlotte, North Carolina. No, no, no. I'm back in the dirty Jersey. Oh, Pat Finn is in New Jersey. That's right. Pat Finn is in New Jersey. Doing Rothstein uh, reactions up here. Doing Rothstein reactions. Basketball team won, won again today and covered again today. Um, but look, we're doing something we've never done before. It is a two-podcast Monday. We're putting out two podcasts. We had a fantastic conversation, Pat and I, with Chris Himes and Mike McDaniel going over all of the coaching candidates uh, going over what we're looking for, where does Virginia Tech stack up in terms of a job in 2021. So that is going to be on a separate feed uh, or on an, a, another episode. Both will be listed in the article, so you can find both or just simply scroll down or up to find the other one. It'll be very easy. We'll make it very easy, very intuitive. Um, so don't worry about that. Anyway, this podcast is brought to you by Main Street Pharmacy, located right in Blacksburg, Virginia. Look, we always talk about what they have. We talk about Jeremy. Look, at the end of the day, everybody needs a pharmacy. At the end of the day, you want to be treated well. You don't want it to be very, you know, jaded and gray. You kind of want to be treated the right way. Look, you need a pharmacy. We're telling you from experience, if you need a pharmacy, go to Main Street Pharmacy. They're going to treat you right, and they are going to give you an experience that is positive like nothing more to say nothing more to say yeah they have all the other stuff we can talk about that in another podcast but here's the deal if you need a pharmacy go to main street pharmacy in blacksburg on main street boom that's it that's all we're gonna say today uh-huh. no 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 haiku there's a haiku by travis die on the other episode so listen over there if you need your fix of poetry today well listen either way because it was fantastic with with chris it was Pat and myself, one of my favorites we've ever recorded. Um, we're here to talk about the Miami game. I have to say, I'm not devastated. Um, you know, losing sucks. I don't know how much emotional, you know, I, I wasn't going to let myself, I wasn't going to let this ruin my weekend. Um, so where did we watch? I watched the pubs, saw Kenny Canham. Um, we raised, I think, uh, $710 for uh, a foundation. The Virginia Tech Hockey Club ran a, ran an awesome fundraiser. Uh, and we raised over 710 bucks, which was super cool. Um, and going to be doing some other cool stuff with the San Diego Hockey Club here, uh, in the near future. Merck and Mr. Thompson, which is super exciting. Uh, but yeah, I watched that bubs. Pat, where did you watch? Love the the Bubs references. Yeah, yeah. That's your last game of Bubs, man. It is. I was a little, you know, a part of me wanted to watch it in bed and kind of just take the night off. And I was like, no, man, I got to see my people. Got to go hug some folks. And uh, we did. That's awesome. I watched yesterday in the District of Columbia. Yes. So I said I was in New Jersey now. I am. That is not fiction. Did a little pit stop in D.C., a little 24-hour pit stop on the way up to Jersey for Thanksgiving. Watched the game at Bar Deco in Chinatown over by the Capital One Arena. Chinatown. Chinatown. Yeah. 
uh, Watchmen, Lily Goodson and Johnny Morse and Dylan Mick and Dylan McDaniel. Love reconnecting with the fellas up there. So much fun. And uh, we did lose. But nice to be back in the district for a quick flash in the pan uh, before coming back up to New Jersey. Now, Bill, likes and dislikes. We will start with the dislikes. We, what we're, what we're going to do here is we're going to switch it up a little bit. Letters from the lunch pail that were submitted. We're going to insert some of these letters from the lunch pail that apply to likes and dislikes. So if you hear your name, you submitted a lunch pail letter. Uh, mm-hmm. We're calling you out a little bit earlier here. It's because we're trying this new thing. Um, but first of all, dislikes. Why did the running backs get so few touches while the quarterbacks were running so much? We saw our guy, Raheem Blackshear, win a pretty solid award last week. He, he won the HUC running back of the week, and he had two carries. What? Yeah, so I think a couple things to take away from that. Um I have a problem with Reem Blackshear having two carries. Uh, I think he's been criminally underutilized this year. Completely agree with you. Um, I would just say there are only so many carries that can go around. We gave 20 to Blumerick. We gave 10 to Burmeister, 7 to Thomas, 2 to Rob. I didn't understand the 2 to Robinson. Um, and Blackshear only ended up to, with 2. I think a large part of that just is with Burma, uh, Blumerick getting the lion's share of the carries. Maybe it's different if Burmeister's in there. But but who knows? We've missed, We've misused him. This entire year, it's not new. Um, and that's that. Uh, that's that. I, I, I completely get the gripe. Uh, I also had a problem with when certain backs were in the game. We had Keyshawn King in on, I think it was like a third and nine or third and 10 in there to, to pass protect. Why? Keyshawn King, good running back, not a great pass protector. He's a little light in the pants. Um, not kind of a situation that you want to put him in there. So that bothered me. Um, another thing, uh, you know, just to go off of my dislikes here, our offensive line was horrible. Offensive line play was very poor. Uh, we just haven't been getting it done. Uh, and the play calling hasn't really helped either. We saw Caden Moore get put in a situation where he's trying to pull and and cut off the defensive end on a pass play. And I, I don't know who's athletic enough at 300 pounds to make that kind of block. Um especially against a team like Miami uh, offensive line gave up four sacks. Uh, Michael Felder um, uh, his Twitter is at in the bleachers. He had a tweet quarterbacks jerseys are dirtier than the offensive line for Virginia tech. That's true. And uh, you know, I've talked a lot about, you know, Braxton Burmeister's untapped potential and not really knowing what he is. And I think a lot of that has to do with kind of the inconsistent line play we've seen. I mean, he's constantly under duress. He's constantly having to leave the pocket. He's constantly unable to, go through whatever progression he may have or not have because he has no time. And it's been that way all year. It doesn't matter who we're playing. Um, And it's just been a huge issue. I thought the offensive line was going to be one of the strong suits of our team. And it just hasn't come together in 2021. James Copeland asked those questions off the top, by the way. Um, to shout out James, he also said, why didn't J.C. Price fire Corn?" That's actually a legitimate question. I do not know who would take over as the play caller. You know, obviously, Coach Fuente is no longer with the team. 
if Coach Corn is fired, who would take over? Do you even do you have an idea? I don't think it's an like, option. Coach I mean, Lex, like I, I mean, yeah, I have no yeah. idea. You don't just start calling plays. I, I don't know. I'm not saying it's good now, but it would probably get worse. So I I don't know. We got one game left. Um, coach, a uh, coach, however many Viagras he has left, I hope Brad just goes nuts on the Viagra against UVA. So I think I think he's he's done. Okay. Well, <laughs> then we're not going to win. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, actually, let's let's hope he has some for UVA. We we do yeah. need to win that football game. Uh-huh. Um, discuss the play calling in the fourth quarter. Nothing but punts. Um, Obviously, there were plays other than punts in the fourth quarter, but I did feel like we were uh, doing a lot of punting in the fourth quarter. Did you have gripes specifically with play calling? I think it was more so just the line play. Yeah, I mean, we literally did nothing. We ran a total of three, five, six, seven, eight. Uh, I think it, my math, what five plus five is 10 plus three is 13. We ran 13 plays in the fourth quarter, um, three and out, five and out five and out um pretty embarrassing i mean you know i i think you can i have a breakdown of this and i won't spoil it um but yeah i mean you had the juice in the third quarter and then it kind of dissipated as soon as miami you know miami kind of just laid down in the third quarter came out extremely flat um and you know once we punted it away for the first time in the second half and they scored a touchdown in four plays that's all she wrote. It kind of just took the wind out of our sails and the game was over. So um, I'm going to be honest. I, I not in the typical fashion had, I didn't have as many questions about the play calling as I feel like I've had all year. Uh, we ran the hot hand with Connor Blumrick. I didn't like kind of how we were going two man system in the beginning. I would have rather seen someone get a little bit of a mojo. And when we finally stuck with Blumrick kid balled out. I got a lot of love for Blumrick. Um, I wouldn't consider him a quarterback. I'd consider him more of like an, at least in the positions we put him in, uh, he's more of an athlete kind of just running the ball. Um, and he put the team on his back and really got us back in the football game. So yeah, that's kind of how I looked at it. Yeah. To your point about moving because, because Murdoch also asks thoughts on Burmeister being pulled for Blumrick. Blum, Blumrick led us on that one really long drive, and that was kind of it as far as we're, we're switching back and forth between Braxton and Blumrick. Blumrick leads the big drive, and I guess at that point the staff said, we're going we're gonna to feed this hot hand. And that was kind of it because Braxton was playing solid. He was 14 of 17. It might have been his like, best statistical game that he's had. I mean, I don't know about best, but it was not his worst. I mean, he was 14 for 17, 109 yards, one touchdown. Uh, he had 10 rushes for 52 yards. He didn't turn the ball over, like, you know. But at the end of the day, Blumrick was the one who was leading the drives uh, down the field. And, um, and yeah, that's, that's kind of how it went. Flipping over the defense, dislikes. James Copeland, why was the secondary so bad last night? I think that will be the – the primary thing that stood out about this defense last night. Uh, VT Murdoch says the same thing. Assess the defense. Secondary had no answers. Virginia will provide a similar test. That is very true. Um, Tyler Van Dyke was 19 of 33, threw for 357 yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions. 
And Charleston Rambo ate us up. Will Mallory had a solid game. Harley had a solid game. Smith played well. Like they had, they had plenty of receivers who were making plays, but Charleston Rambo, I mean, the dude was unbelievable. 12 receptions, um, 116 yards along of 39. And uh, I mean, we just couldn't stop him. Yeah. I mean, Tyler sorry, Van Dyke. Seven, sorry, that's seven seven receptions, tw- uh, twelve targets. Tyler Van Dyke has done really, really well, um, especially as of late uh, for Miami. Uh, in his last one, two, three, four, five games, he's four and one. Um, he's thrown for twenty five hundred yards, twenty two touchdowns, six interceptions. Uh, he's got an eighty point four QBR. Tyler Van Dyke is very capable. Uh, the kid from Glastonbury, Connecticut. That's right, Glastonbury, Connecticut. Uh, he is very, he's very capable. I mean, just look at some of the drives they had. Their first drive of the of the game, four plays, fifty five yards, touchdown. Eight plays, fifty yards, touchdown. Seven plays, eighty yards, touchdown. And then the just, just the crusher that made no sense. One play, uh, seventy five yards, touchdown. They just, we were constantly a gripe that I had is it looked like we were getting the calls in late. It looked like guys were out of position down on the goal line. There was a, a time where it was either Jermaine Waller or Jamari Connor was by himself on the hash with two wide receivers. He's signaling somebody get over here, somebody get over here. So I don't know if it was a signaling issue. I'm not sure. Um, to nip one thing in the bud, Jermaine Waller is still one of the best uh, defensive backs in the ACC. He had a very, very rough game against uh, against Miami completely understand that but I, I don't under I, I couldn't really wrap my head around this first half especially in the first half performance from our defense did a good job adjusting in the second half we only gave up 10 points but still just not good I mean in the first quarter and into the second quarter it was looking like we were going to get embarrassed uh and it was pretty close there and if some things don't bounce our way it easily could have but tackling was horrible um the tackling has been abhorrent all season. We've, we arm tackle. Uh, this got called back, but um, on the long touchdown, they got called back for offsides or pass interference or holding or something. We're like stripping at the ball. It's like, bro, like, can we just get the guy on the ground? Can, can we not let the guy carry us 10, 15 yards down the field into the end zone? Uh, diving at legs. I mean, it's been bad for years. This predates Coach Ham coming in like, Virginia Tech has just not been a good tackling football team in the last half decade, in my opinion. Um, and that's been a, a, a consistent problem. Pat, do you have any anecdotes on, on the tackling? Uh, I have one more point, but I didn't know if you had anything to say on that. No, it just wasn't good. I mean, not, I don't have any value, you know, or anything more to add on that. Yeah. point. And then the last point that I have, um, this is a broken record point, but I've been saying it all year. Uh, our pass rush sucks. Like our pass rush is horrible. Um, five hurries, zero sacks. And our dedication to rushing three down linemen on third and six plus or third and 10 or third and 12. It is just like, what? Like I don't understand the thought process behind it. Like the guy sits back there all day long and has been pack- picking us apart. Try something differently on third and long. Please. Like I, I am beg, I'm pleading with you to do something different on third and long because Russian three does not work. We've heard all year about, you know, Amari Barno and I, I, I ate it up too. Amari Barno, like 10 sacks, 12 sacks, how many sacks? 
and it just hasn't it hasn't happened. Pass rush for Virginia Tech, non-existent. Moving on to special teams. Punt coverage was not good. Kick return coverage was not good. Uh, Miami, uh, Jacoby George on Miami had three punt returns for 65 yards. And then uh, their kickoff return unit had 86 yards on three returns. Um, Obviously, you know, the weather was horrible. It was inclement weather. You know, you're you're not going to be able to kick the ball. Yeah. It was an absolute monsoon. Like I've, I mean, Carolina 2016, Duke 2017, you know, Marshall 2013. Those are all games that it poured rain. This game, just from seeing it on TV, like, I mean, shout out to the Hokie fans who are at the game. Shout out to JC Price just taking a beating from the rain in that, uh, in that cool, like, uh, PFG shirt or whatever. <laughs> but yeah, JPR, you know, probably not going to have that many touchbacks when the rain is just totally impacting the uh, the flight of the ball on kickoffs. But yeah, the return team, the coverage team was not very good, both in punts and in kicks um, on Saturday. Other than that, I mean, you know, we'll, we'll give you your flowers. We'll just do likes on special teams right now. But I mean, I mean JPR was two for two. JPR, two for two. Yeah. Peter Moore, dude. Peter Moore would average, he punted six times. He averaged long, 50, yeah. 51 yards per punt. Like, dude, <laughs> what a beast. 51.8, six punts, 311 yards, um, long 59, so, and five punts greater than 50 yards. I mean, this guy just keeps getting better. Yeah. Um, offense likes this is very short for me um, I'll add grit and tenacity for Braxton Burmeister and Connor Blumrick you guys get uh, get some grit get some <laughs> grit uh, appreciate it I think it. Yeah, I, I don't know about the it, it, it was gritty I think yeah, uh, it was definitely gritty I want to win some games before we throw out the G word all right <laughs> Um, and then this was the first game of the season that our wide receivers won contested balls. Like I've said it all year, wide receivers don't win contested plays teams on other teams win contested plays. Well, in this game, we won our contested balls and Miami players won balls thrown without a defender within 15 yards of them. But granted it's a step in the right direction. Shout out to Caleb Smith. I mean, Trey Turner kicked it off with his, highlight reel catch one-handed catch in the corner of the end zone that was incredible um, but then we saw the youngsters get involved uh daywan lofton had a couple of great grabs one on fourth down uh jalen jones had another uh had another grab he was you know crushed and uh ended up coming down with the ball and then caleb smith as well uh went in a route in the end zone uh i was just really impressed with our wide receiver play again it was kind of what I was expecting to see going into the year with this wide receiver group. We talked to David Hale about it. He was really excited about this wide receiver group. Uh, and we just really hadn't been winning those close contested battles. And this week we did. So I liked that. Shout out to Trey, man. That catch was, I mean, it's kind of hard, kind of hard to comprehend. He probably still had van lag from just sitting in a van all, yeah, <laughs> all week. Yeah before getting to the game and uh, I hope he's okay. Cause I know he, he got shaken up there. Unbelievable catch. 
Yeah. I don't know if it was on sports center or not, but uh, it should have been day one Lofton just to see him get in the action and have catches that go for positive yardage, uh, three catches, 28 yards and a touchdown. Congratulations on your first legitimate touchdown. Hopefully the first of money, uh, first of many, Mr. Lofton D loft. And then, um, I mean, that catch by Jalen Jones was extremely impressive. He got his bell wrong and held on to it. And I mean, hopefully uh, we can see a little bit more of him next week uh, before we head into uh, a potential bowl game or a potential offseason. I want to shout out to Connor Blumrick, though. I mean, I was so surprised that when he walked out there, I was like, I thought this dude was, you know, done. Dead. Yeah, like I was like, I, I thought he had shattered his knee. I thought we were never seeing him again, you know, in a hokey uniform, quite honestly. And dude, uh, dude personified everything. Uh, should I say grit? 132 rushing yards. Grit is still a good word. Coach Fuente did not invent the word grit. It was a gritty performance. We his, his, he had the dirtiest uniform I've ever seen. Yes. Um, 132 rushing yards on 20 attempts, average 6.6 yards per rush had that long run of 44 yards on the touchdown drive. But I tweeted this during the game. I was like things that you never thought you would tweet today. Connor Blumrick just had an unreal touchdown pass. He threw for two touchdowns, which is just something that. And the fourth down conversion. Yeah. Also huge. Um, Speaking of fourth downs, I know we haven't talked about that yet, but the uh, the suspect spot spotting the ball on that fourth and one was uh, was was definitely a defensive dislike, and more so for the uh, for the zebras. But Blumrick, I mean, just good to see that guy playing again. I thought I literally thought he didn't have a knee or was just you know one legged. So shout out to Connor Blumrick for making it happen. Moving over to the defensive side of the ball. I mean, I was impressed with our ability to make adjustments. Um, Again, give up 28 points in the first half, give up 10 in the second. Don't give up 28 points in the first half. Um, Teaching point number one, uh, likes on – I'll lump this into special teams and coaching. I love the surprise onside kick. Um, (laughs) Oh, yeah, we forgot to say that. That, That's my B. Yeah, little price ball. Um, I love it. Really good job. Uh, in the wet conditions, find a way to do it. Um, yeah, I, I, I enjoyed that. Um, but yeah, that's, that's kind of uh, all I have. I mean, there wasn't, there wasn't a ton to like about, about the defensive performance other than I, I did appreciate Jermaine Waller, not sulking in the second half. He had a pretty, he had a, he had a better second half. Um, but, uh, you know, came out and battled in the second half. Where the game was decided, this was pretty simple for me. In the first half, we didn't get off the bus. It didn't look like we were competing. It didn't look like we give a damn. It looked like a team that was checked out. Second half, came out, gave great effort, made a couple of adjustments, appreciated it, battled back, and then quite frankly, in the fourth quarter, we were outcoached. Um, we were outcoached. Didn't uh, didn't get what we needed to get done done on offense, and also as soon as they scored that touchdown in the second half, uh, the wins kind of came out of the sails, and that was it. That was all she wrote, and um, 
it was a really it, winning would have been a really cool story. I mean, I loved I loved seeing JC Price out there. I th- feel like the universe was rooting for JC Price, um, and we still love him. It's an impossible it's an impossible situation to step into. I don't want to say impossible, but it's a very difficult situation to step into, uh, and it's a very difficult situation to be in if you're the kids. Um, so, it is what it is. We lost. Um, out to lunch. This is brought to you by Roots Natural Kitchen. Um, use code Sons of Sat twenty one, and you can get yourself a bowl. We're not going to plug the El Jefe bowl. They have a plethora of healthy options. You can wait, wait, wait. I'm going to look up some bowls right now. You look them up. They have a plethora of different healthy options. You have to use the application Sons of Sat twenty one, and you can reuse it. So you can, you know, you already got one. You can get another one. Uh, Pat, what which what what bowls are are really tickling your fancy? The Balboa, you know, if you like some roasted, you know, roasted sweet potatoes, big sweet potato guy, you mm-hmm. can get the Apollo if you're a, a chickpea guy or gal. The Southern, also chickpea base. Um, I guess no, the base is rice. Excuse me. Um, roots rice, brown rice. You know, you got spinach. What else have we got? The Mayweather, the Pesto Caesar. I want to say I've had the Pesto Caesar before. I've actually. I've been to Roots several times, and I just got the El Jefe. I'm going to be honest with you guys. Like the the pita chips are phenomenal, as are the uh, the chicken's really good. The avocado is good. I mean, so we are going to plug the El Jefe. Uh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, Mike Santa Maria. <laughs> we're we're talking about the El Jefe. So uh, head on yeah, down to Roots, and they have multiple locations. Make sure you guys download the app. Sons of Sat 21, 20 percent off of any order. Any order. You've done it before. You can do it again. Where do we go from here? I literally don't care about anything except for the media. I don't. Uh, JC Price, appreciate it. Would love to see you retained in some capacity. Um, seniors, thank you. Um, BUVA, that's, that's it. I, I, it's a very similar situation to last year. Like, this has sucked. Um, it's almost over. It's the only way to get any type of positive out of it. This is the way I look at it. Yeah, not much to say here on where do we go from here other than beat Virginia. Got a big one in Scott Stadium, 345, Saturday, November 27th. I'm going to be there. Bill's going to be there. It's going to be fun, hopefully. Yeah. I, cha- I, cha- I challenge the defensive line to really try to make an impact on this game. Take a take a page out of uh, what was his name? We were literally just talking about it at Florida State. Willie Taggart. Take a page out of his book. Hashtag do something. Literally anything. Defense line. Please looking at you. Um. I mean, is there anything else we want to talk about about this football game? No. I don't want to talk about it anymore. Um. Miami is just so lame. Where where are the fans? I know it rained, but like. You want to talk about grit? Show up in a rainstorm. Wear wear a poncho, and I don't think Miami's ever pretended to be grit. It's always <laughs> unapologetically not grit. I mean, you know, that's 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 Miami. You know, there are a lot more fun things to do in Miami than go watch a 500 Hurricanes team. Um, UVA looked really good against Pittsburgh. Um, they must have had a million yards of offense. That was a good football game. It was a really, really good football game. Um, I'm interested to see where you fall on this. I mean, for me, like, 
part of me was rooting or actually all of me was rooting for UVA because I wanted to play spoiler the next week. Um, you know, I, I, that's just how I felt about it. Everybody's like, no, you can never root for UVA, but you know, I wanted to play spoiler. How, how, did you care who won? Billy loves UVA. Um, you got I'm me. Kidding. I'm just kidding. I, uh, no, I was kind of feeling that way, but I, I, I mean, I didn't care. I didn't have money on the game. I was just watching for a good football game. I didn't really care either way that much. Good, good, uh, good quarterbacks going toe to toe. Good quarterbacks. Absolutely. Um, Brennan Armstrong, he's going to be a, a coach. Fu can't say it. So I'll say it. It's going to be a tremendous challenge for our football game this upcoming Saturday at three, three thirty, three forty-five. What time 45. is it? Three forty-five at Scott Stadium. Um, Lane North, guys. If you're a Hokie fan, you live in oh, Richmond. Oh, 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 oh. The shirts. <laughs> no, we're not doing the shirts. But if you live in Richmond, if you live in Charlottesville, you, we got to see you there. Yeah, I mean, show up. Mm-hmm. We take over Char- Charlottesville. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, stuff that isn't football. Kind of. I mean, the first one is football. Gunnar Gibbons did visit North Carolina this weekend. Fortunately, North Carolina was in a uh, absolute slugfest with uh, football powerhouse Wofford. Um, so he saw a great football game in Chapel Hill. Um, that's not a shot at Gunnar Gibbons. Look, kids got to do their due diligence, moved on from a coach. Um, so that's more of a shot at North Carolina, not Gunnar Gibbons at all. Um, but why is North Carolina playing Wofford close? Not sure what you guys are doing. Um, anyway, some other heartbreak. <laughs> Women's soccer team did lose to Arkansas this week. Uh, men's soccer team lost to, in the second round to West Virginia today in penalty kicks. Both excruciatingly heartbreaking. Um, update Other updates. Our wrestling team had a great showing against Ohio State in the duel uh, at Castle Coliseum. We ended up falling a little bit short. I look, I am not a wrestling connoisseur, but I do know that in the second to last match, uh, this Ohio State guy kept taking blood time. Um, wrestlers are just a different degree of tough. So I'm not about to call the uh, the Ohio State guy soft for taking blood time, but apparently the blood time kind of hurt us because he got to relax and our wrestler is more of a endurance guy but anyway shout out to the wrestling team um they're really damn good ohio state's been a, a generational powerhouse in the wrestling field for a while um you know I love- you know if uh did we set an attendance record do you know if there was any uh feedback from that i do not know if we set an attendance record i wouldn't be surprised uh they said on the broadcast multiple times how awesome the environment was yeah uh, i love how much people are rallying behind that team um I love listening to, uh, I believe it was Ty Walls and Evan Hughes on the call. Did a great job. And Ohio State's coach got on there, which was really cool. Uh, and he said, look, like we love wrestling Virginia Tech. They do things the right way. Uh, they're extremely well coached. They have a great environment. Um, and uh, it, it, it's cool, man. It's cool. Like they're, they're one of the best, uh, they're one of the best conferences in, in wrestling. Um, and to be mentioned right there and hearing praise from, some of the leaders of those programs is great and just continue to get better. So uh, speaking of a pro speaking of a program that needs that kind of attendance, women's basketball, women's basketball, this women's basketball team is fun. They won again yesterday. Um, 
programming update. I have our uh, Liz Kitley, Asia Shepherd, Coach Kenny Brooks podcast going out. I believe we're going to put that out on Monday night. Um, that's the plan. So keep an eye open for that. But uh, you'll hear in that podcast, Coach Brooks, Coach Kitley, uh, Coach Kitley, uh, Coach Brooks, uh, Kitley in uh, Asia. They're they're not afraid to say it. Get off of your uh, NSFW. Get off your ass. Go to Castle and watch them play. It is one of the best teams in program history. They are a ton of fun to watch. They score a lot of points. They play great defense. We have a huge game versus Tennessee coming up here. Um, Dude, so we yeah. got we got we got Kitley Elizabeth Kitley like six five or six six center banging threes. Yeah, like knocking down three pointers. I mean, what more could you ask for? Just playing a multi-dimensional type of basketball over there. Asia Shepard is basically Steph Curry. Liz Kitley is basically Shaquille O'Neal. And Georgia Moray is basically John Stockton. Like, I, I don't know. I, I don't know how else to sell it. Liz Kitley leading the nation in, uh, in blocks. Asia Shepard leading the nation in three-pointers. Georgia Amor, a not a Moray, Amor leading the nation in assists. Need you hear more? You need not. Um, so letters from the lunch pail. I believe we've already worked them in um, for the most part. Uh, I think I think that was all of them. Oh. Yeah. Apologies if we missed any letters from the lunch pail. Um, here's we've been my podcasting letter from the, for the last three hours. Yeah. So. Here's my letter from the lunch pail. Uh, who's hanging out with us in Brooklyn on Wednesday Dude. night? Who? Who's hanging out with us? It's going to be fun. <laughs> if, <laughs> if, if, if you're a Hokie fan, come <coughs> see us. We'll be, we'll be at the game. It'll be uh, my whole family, Bill's whole family, and Steve Shanley. I mean, yeah. is there a better group of 10 people that you could see on a Wednesday night in no. bar, at uh, the Barclays Center? Impossible. I don't think so. Does not exist. Um, that's <laughs> going to be a ton of fun. It's a great Memphis team. Uh, and going to be a tremendous challenge for our basketball team. Um, Memphis. Turns it over 20 times a game. Memphis beat Western Kentucky on Friday night. Turned it over 26 times. Um, Duran, Jalen Duran, is that his first name? Jordan, Jalen? I think it's Jordan. Guy is a walking highlight reel. Um, Fills up the stat sheet unlike anything I've ever seen. But they turn it over. Something's got to give. Something has to give. I think uh, we'll have to do this, Pat. Um, probably on our UVA preview. We'll be doing some Thanksgiving uh, themed uh, discourse, favorite dish, favorite side, um, overrated, underrated. We'll, we'll, we'll knock that out on our, on our uh, UVA preview. We'll get that out to you guys. Uh, let's try to have that out before Thanksgiving. So people can, when they make the drive, they can, the drive, they can have it on. Um, Maybe Tuesday night. We'll try yeah, to do it. Sure. Let's knock it out. Um, that's all I have. Smiling shout outs. I mean, we'll actually, we'll, 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 do you have shout outs? Uh, I'm, I'm tired. I'm ready to go to okay. bed. So here's <laughs> my shout outs. My shout outs are, uh, for Thanksgiving. Hope everyone has a great Thanksgiving. I guess we'll talk to you guys before then, but yeah. Students, friends, listeners, please drive safe. Please drive responsibly on your way home. I know a lot of you are going home. I know a lot of you like to have fun on Thanksgiving break or Thanksgiving Eve. Everybody goes out, has a couple of beers. If you have a couple of beers, download Lyft, 
download Uber, call mom and dad. I'm sure they'd love to pick you up. Just make make smart decisions. Make smart decisions. Call uh, mom and dad because, you know, Thanksgiving Eve, Uber surge is out of control. So call, you know, have have your little brother or big brother or sister pick you up. Yeah. Tell exactly. them you'll make them breakfast the next day. Do you know how, do you know how, like people, <laughs> I guess we're going on a tangent. Do you know how proud of you your mother will be if people are afraid to call their mom? If I told my mom, mom, I need you to pick me up so that I can be safe and you can give me a hug when I get home. My mother would be so fired up about that. She'd be so fired up. She'd be so, so happy that I reached out. Um, so yeah, just make, just make good decisions. Um, this is where the football season has led us into, um, into it's 10 PM. Do you know where your children are conversations at the end of our football podcast? Um, so programming update, this has been the Miami, uh, post game. We are going to upload a, immediately following the, uh, or you'll see both. Uh, the next episode will be our coaching carousel and Virginia tech job description. Uh, so check them both out. Let us know what you think. And we'll be uh, talking to you guys soon. We'll have the uh, Liz Kitley, Asia Shepherd, Kenny Brooks episode out Monday night and the UVA preview out on Tuesday or Wednesday or on Wednesday. Um, but everybody have a great week. Love it. See y'all. To wander, tripping in the sand We smoke out windows, drink till we can't stand But I saw you dance like you want to in my head And all she said is Oh, I know just what you're thinking Dude.